This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Some areas of our country are doing very well. Others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone, and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. Come with me around the world and see people piled up in camps, kids dying, no way out, refugees fleeing from persecution. We, the United States, used to do our part. Hours after signing an order to keep the number of refugees admitted annually to the US at Trump-era levels, President Joe Biden has reversed course. Two months ago, Biden pledged to increase the number of refugees admitted per year into the US to 62,500. However, on Friday, he signed an order which would hold the cap at the historically low figure of 15,000. Yet, after this announcement, the White House backtracked once again, later saying Mr Biden would raise the refugee cap next month. In reaction to this, Biden's administration has faced criticism. Reports say that Joe Biden is concerned about letting in more people amid a record influx at the US-Mexico border. And when asked at the press conference, the press secretary said it was a factor. But I would say that it is a factor. ORR, uh, which is a part of HHS, does do refugee, uh, does do management and has personnel working on both issues. And so we have to ensure that there is capacity and ability to manage uh, both. The White House said Friday's order would speed up refugee admissions to the US. So far, reports have said that since October, around 2,000 people have been admitted under the programme. The order also changes the allocation of who is allowed in, with more slots being provided to arrivals from Africa, the Middle East and Central America, and an end to restrictions on resettlement from Somalia, Syria and Yemen. During his presidential campaign, Joe Biden vowed to raise the cap on refugees. However, now, he has stated that the Trump-era cap remains justified by humanitarian concern and is otherwise in the national interest. And next. 
envié mi tarea como primer secretario al Comité Central del Partido Comunista de Cuba con la satisfacción de haber cumplido y la confianza en el futuro de la patria. Raúl Castro has announced that he is resigning as the Cuban Communist Party leader, ending his family's six decades in power. Castro, who is 89 years old, told Congress that he is handing over the leadership to a younger generation full of passion and anti-imperialist spirit. His successor will be voted in at the end of the four-day Congress. The move ends the era of formal leadership by him and his brother, Fidel Castro, which began with the 1959 revolution. Although Castro has not endorsed a successor, it is widely believed the party leadership will be passed to Miguel Diaz-Canel, who took over the island's president in 2018. As leader, Raúl Castro maintained the communist one-party grip on power. He oversaw an improvement in relations with the United States between 2014 and 2016, including historic talks with President Barack Obama in 2016. But tensions worsened under Donald Trump, who reinforced sanctions. Current US President Joe Biden has vowed to relax some of Trump's sanctions, although the White House said on Friday a shift in Cuban policy was not one of his top priorities. At the Congress on Friday, Raul Castro said his country was willing to develop respectful dialogue with the United States, but it would not accept having to make concessions regarding its foreign policies and ideal. No doubt this move has raised questions about how the end of the Castro family rule would change Cuban politics. However, the favoured successor has said that he will continue in the footsteps of Castro. Nevertheless, according to experts, change is needed to improve Cuba's economy. Officials here are very open about saying that something needs to change. This country needs to produce uh, the, the, the food that it eats. It does not right now. It imports most of the food that people need here. Uh, the economy is uh, essentially a basket case without tourism right now. So how is that going to be any different with a leadership not named Castro? We simply don't know. And finally... come in uh, on the on the plane over here and we got to, to fly by the pad and see our rocket getting ready to go and that's just an amazing feeling I've gotten to do that before and there really there's nothing like it when you look out the window and see a spaceship getting prepared and realize that uh, you're going to be riding on it in a few days. NASA has awarded Elon Musk's company SpaceX a 2.9 billion US dollar contract to build a lander that will return humans to the moon this decade. This vehicle will carry the next man and the first woman down to the lunar surface under the Space Agency's Artemis program. SpaceX was competing against a joint bid from traditional aerospace giants and Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, as well as the Alabama-based Dianetics. However, NASA has said they will only ask SpaceX to work on this project. Another goal of the program will be to land the first person of colour on the moon. The lander is based on SpaceX's Starship craft, which is being tested at a site in southern Texas. Kathy Luedas, the organization's head of human exploration, said that with the award, NASA and its partners will complete the first crewed demonstration mission to the surface of the moon in the 21st century, 
as the agency takes a step forward for women's equality and long-term deep space exploration. She further said that the critical step puts humanity on a path to sustainable lunar exploration and keeps our eyes on missions further into the solar system, including Mars. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.